This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, April the 2nd, as we continue to grind along and uh, hopefully provide some distraction entertainment in a tough, tough time as we um, try and uh, focus on a little fun, a little baseball, you know, obviously more important things going on in the world, but uh, we all love baseball. If you listen to this, you love baseball, so um, we're having a little fun with baseball right now. Yesterday, we did our first half of the Major League Baseball power rankings, transaction freezes right now, so... The teams that you see now are the teams we will see to start the season for the most part. And uh, going from 30 to 1, yesterday we got through the first half of the league. 30th, the Detroit Tigers. 29th, the Baltimore Orioles. 28th, the Seattle Mariners. Any of those three interchangeable in my mind is the potential worst team in baseball. After that, the Royals at 27, the Pirates at 26, the Marlins at 25. The Giants at 24, all four of those teams very similar in my mind. Then the Rockies at 23, the Blue Jays at 22, the Rangers at 21, also all similar in my mind. And then 20 at the White Sox, 19 the Padres. Those two may be a little lowly ranked, both teams with a lot of upside, a lot of young talent, a lot of potential. 18 the Reds, 17 the Angels, and rounding out the first half, the Boston Red Sox at 16. So let's dive into the top half of the Major League Baseball power rankings. In case you hadn't noticed, of course, the Phillies still on the board, as are four of the teams in the NL East. We'll dive into the NL East teams more tomorrow. Heading into the weekend, we'll do a little NL East preview itself. But uh, let's start off right now, and we'll, we'll just get into it a little quickly with the NL East teams and dive a little more in depth with other teams. But coming in at number 15 for me, and a lot of people have them ahead of the Phillies, I do not think so. The New York Mets are first uh, of those four top-tier NL East teams on this list. In my opinion, the 15th best list in baseball, 15th best team in baseball. We'll we'll dive deeper into this, but um, some talent around the diamond. Pete Alonso coming off that 52-homer season. Uh, Robinson Cano at second base. Ahmed Rosario at short has some upside there. Jeff McNeil, a good player at third base. God, I hate that guy, but he's a damn good player. Conferto, Nimmo. And J.D. Davis in the outfield. Jonas Suspedis, potentially, if healthy, looks like he could be a contributor. Wilson Ramos behind the plate. That's a, a solid lineup. That lineup will play. We'll dive more into it tomorrow. Pitching staff of DeGrom, Stroman, Porcello, Waka, and Mats. Of course, Cindergaard with uh, Tommy John surgery, so he'll be out for the year. Um, I think the Mets are solid. And, again, you know, that's the thing with these four teams in the NL East. I feel like, you know, they really could come down in any type of order from uh, one to four. 
um, as they're all kind of similar. I think, obviously, the Braves uh, and Nationals slightly better than the Phillies and Mets, certainly heading into the season, but, um, you know, weird things happen. The Mets, though, my 15th best team in Major League Baseball. Let's stick with another National League team here as my 14th best team Major League Baseball. Had a nice year last year, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, and they're a team that could go either way for me. Um, you know, you look around the diamond, the position talent really isn't super great, though they did make some nice moves this offseason. They got uh, Walker at first, Kettle Marte coming off a monster season at second base, really one of the best second basemen in baseball last year. Uh, Ahmed at short, uh, Eduardo Escobar at third, nice player for them. Peralta and uh, Calhoun, Cole Calhoun, in left and right field. And then in center field, they go and get Starling Marte this offseason, which I thought was a really nice move for them, a great player, really Makes their lineup much more formidable in the staff. They go out and get Bumgarner, Bumgarner, Robbie Ray, Mike Leak, Luke Weaver, Zach Gallen. That's a staff that can play. You know, Zach Gallen's a really nice young pitcher. Uh, solid enough bullpen with Archie Bradley in the closer spot. Um, I think uh, I think the Diamondbacks will be pretty good. You know, not quite a playoff team in my mind, but a good team that has the chance to make the playoffs. Moving to number 13 also. A National League team. We've got a little run of National League teams here. The Milwaukee Brewers. And I could see the Brewers, the Diamondbacks, the Mets, and you know, kind of these teams in this area being interchangeable, really, as I, I like to talk in tiers. This is a, a large tier, all the way up to the 10th best team. I think all these teams are pretty similar. Uh, Brewers around the Diamond. Uh, Ryan Braun potentially playing some first base this year for them. Keston Hira at second is a stud and one of the great young players in the game. He will be really good for them. Arcia at short. Eric Sogard at third and outfield, which is a strong outfield of Christian Yelich in left, Lorenzo Kane in center, and then Avisal Garcia in right, and uh, Omar Navarez behind the plate. Um, I think the big question for them is going to be the rotation. Brandon Woodruff, super talented, has to make it through a full season, but as their ace, that's a little iffy. Um, I'm, I'm actually quite worried about their rotation. Hauser, Anderson, Lindblom, Eric Lauer. It is not a great rotation. The bullpen's better. Josh Hader at the top of it. You feel good about that, but... Um, the Brewers are a team that I could see going either way. I could see them making the playoffs again, or I could see them really kind of bottoming out and being a lot lower on this list. You know, Yelich obviously needs to stay healthy for them. That is a big factor. Um, but um, for now, Brewers, my 13th best team in baseball. Number 12, you got it, the Philadelphia Phillies for me, the 12th best team in Major League Baseball right now. Heading into the season, I think they could rise higher than that. And uh, this is just based on the rosters and whatnot. But obviously, we know the Phillies lineup. We'll dive in in more depth comparing it to the rest of the NL and at least tomorrow. We obviously don't have to belabor the Phillies. Um, we all know the lineup and stuff. But I think the Phillies, right around this, you know, in the, in the top, certainly in the top half of teams in Major League Baseball and a team with a real chance to make the playoffs in the National League. There are more National League teams ahead of them. Um, so, you know, technically, um, they might be on the outside looking in. But. Um, as I said, I think this tier from from the Mets down to our 10th best team, which we'll hear the next couple coming up next, all really interchangeable, I think really close. I think any of these teams could beat the rest. So the Phillies at 12 at 11, the Chicago Cubs. And I think the Phillies could absolutely be better than the Chicago Cubs. So there's a close one. Um, but I think you go around the dime, you just feel a little bit better. Wilson Contreras behind the plate. Rizzo at first. Nico Horner at second. Nice upside there. Javi Baez at short, Chris Bryant at third, Schwarber, Happ, and Hayward in the outfield in a rotation of Lester, Darvish, Hendricks, Quintana, and Chatwood. Um, again, I honestly, and Craig Kimberlin is their closer now, Some the bullpen has some question marks. Um, 
I think you can put the Phillies ahead of them easily. Again, I, I really struggle with this one. In fact, like as I'm doing it, I might even think the Phillies should be 11 and the Cubs should be 12. They're close. Um, but for now, the Cubs, the 11th best team in baseball, in my opinion. Moving on to the 10th best team, and I, I do think this team is better than the other two. If I had to, I feel most confident with them at the top of this tier. It goes from 10 down to the Mets. It's the St. Louis Cardinals. I think the Cardinals will be a good, good team this year, um, especially the rotation you feel real good about. Jack Flaherty at the top, one of, if not the best young pitcher in baseball, was one of the best pitchers in baseball over the second half last year. Just so much talent, so much upside. Um, you know, just a nice staff. Dakota Hudson, Miles Mikolas, Adam Wainwright. They got some talent in that staff, and the pen's pretty good too with Andrew Miller and Gallegos and Carlos Martinez. Um, it's a good pitching staff, and, th- and that's, for me, the reason they're they're at the top of this list. The lineup's not bad either. Yadier's still behind the plate. Paul Goldschmidt, of course, at first, the uh, one you're most scared of, but Colton Wong at second. Paul, De- Paul DeYoung has been a good player for them at short. Tommy Edmond at third. Um, O'Neal, Bader, Fowler, that outfield is not super exciting, and again, that's why um, I have them ahead because of the lineup. Uh, excuse me, because of the pitching staff, but... Again, um, you could really see any of these teams from the Cardinals at 10, Cubs, Phillies, Brewers, Diamondbacks, Mets. They're all right there for me. I could see any of these teams being better than the others. They are that tier together. Um, and then moving on into the into the top 10 with our ninth best team. And these teams I all have as, as a step above. Um, and this is a tier all the way down to the number four team here as nine through four. I think all similar-ish type of teams in terms of upside ability. And number nine... Um, the Cleveland Indians. Indians are a good baseball team. When you look around the Diamond, Santana at first coming off a monster year. Of course, we all remember Carlos Santana. Cesar Hernandez at second base. It's a regular uh, former Phillies uh, superstar team out there. I'm sure Cesar will be great for the Indians. Uh, The left side of the infield, potentially the best in baseball with Francisco Linder and Jose Ramirez there. The outfield leaves a little bit to be desired, but I do like Franmil Reyes a lot. Oscar Mercado is a nice player. Um, you know, after that, Luplo, Allen, they got a few guys who can play, compete for spots in left field. But Mercado and Franny are both good players. Franny Rice is a good player. And um, you love the rotation with, with Clevenger, Bieber, and Carrasco at the top. Then Pluko, Rodriguez, you know, not great after that. But those top three can, can play, especially those top two is, you know, some of the maybe uh, more underrated guys, Clevenger and Bieber, that everyone might not know, but two of the better pitchers in baseball. That's a, a nice one-two punch. And a good bullpen with Brad Hand at the top. They have Adam Simber, who's a really nice pitcher. They got they got a lot of talent there um, in that pen, a lot of pitching talent. I think the Indians, a notch above the teams we've mentioned so far. Um, and the Indians always find a way to, to win games. <laughs> it just seems like every single year they find a way to win games. They're a good baseball team. Speaking of which, moving on to our eighth-best team, and this is another team that just finds ways to win baseball games, it feels like. The Oakland A's, and I really like this A's team. And doing fantasy drafts, I, I kind of couldn't believe how many guys there are on this lineup that I like. You look around the diamond, Matt Olson is a beast at first base, one of the best power hitters in baseball, just a monster. Barreto, Franklin Barreto at second, but Marcus Semien coming off a monster year at short, a hell of a player there. Matt Chapman at third, probably the most underrated player in all of baseball, just a, a legitimate all-star on both sides of the ball, great hitter. One of the two best fielding third basemen in baseball, along with Arenado. Just a, a good group, a good infield, a nice outfield, too. Canna, uh, uh, Ramon Laureano, I think another one of the most underrated guys in baseball, can hit, can run, nice player. And then Stephen Biscotti and right, Sean Murphy behind the plate. That's a nice team. 
It's a nice team. You worry a little bit about the rotation. Mike Fires, a.k.a. the Whistleblower. It's a great nickname for him. I'm sure he loves it. Sean Manaya, Frankie Montes. There's a lot of upside there. Jesus Lazardo, A.J. Puck now getting a chance to get healthy. That is a rotation with a lot of question marks, but also a ton of upside. Those are some young, talented arms and a great bullpen led by Liam Hendricks. They got Lou Trevino, Yusmero Petit, Joachim Soria, Chris Bassett. They got a lot of arms. They got a lot of guys who could play. I think this A's team, uh, you know, every year you come in and you're like, oh, the A's, they're not that good, or they won't be that good. And every year they are. Every year they compete. Every year they, they make the playoffs or they compete for the playoffs or whatever. I think we see it again. I think this A's team is really well put together. I think the pieces fit. And for me, they're the A's best team in baseball, and I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, if they come out of the gate hot and play some really good baseball. Number seven. We'll get into them more tomorrow, but your reigning, oh, this hurts to say, it hurts, but the reigning World Series champions, the Washington Nationals. And I could absolutely see the Nats taking a step back. Granted, I do think for them a shortened season is such an advantage after playing so deep into October and all that. Like, they really get a bump from that. But just from a talent perspective, I mean, it's impossible to now you go around the diamond. Um, the infield isn't the best with, with Eric Thames and Starlin Castro, Trey Turner, a stud at short, and, and Carter Keeboom. But the outfield is very strong. Juan Soto in left field, one of the best players in baseball. Victor Robles in center. Maybe the year he breaks out. And then Adam Eaton, a really solid right fielder. Kurt Suzuki and Jan Gomes behind the plate. But, of course, when we talk about the Nationals, we feel good about the Nationals as a team. It's because of that rotation. Still maybe the best in baseball right there with the best in baseball with Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin, Anibal Sanchez, Joe Ross. Just a dynamite rotation. The bullpen leaves a lot to be desired. Sean Doolittle, the closer. After that, a lot of question marks. They got Daniel Hudson back. That's good. Will Harris, a really nice move by them. But, um, I think the bullpen probably the weakest part of their team, but still, even losing Anthony Rendon, they're not going to be as good, I don't think. But even with losing Anthony Rendon, and we'll dive into the Nats more tomorrow, but they're a good baseball team. They are just a really talented team. They're young. There's a lot of upside there, and again, that staff is dynamite. So you worry about the Nats in the NL East and the NL. Uh, number six, and one of the four teams that won over 100 games last year, somehow the Minnesota Twins. We're a 101-win baseball team. And then when you look at the team, you're like, oh, I get it. And they added Josh Donaldson. Potentially maybe the most potent, one of the most potent lineups in baseball. Miguel Sano, uh, Luis Arias, uh, Jorge Polanco made the all-star team last year. Josh Donaldson, adding him at third base, just has a lot of gravitas to the lineup. Uh, Eddie Rosario, Rosario in left field is a, a bopper. Byron Buxton, you never know if he can finally break out. But so much upside there and of course max kepler and right coming off a monster year garver behind the plate that dude can hit i just really like this lineup they're a really talented lineup and they're gonna hit they're gonna hit a lot of home runs like they did last year they're gonna put runs up um and the rotation's good enough you know jose barrios uh jake odorizzi a nice one two punch not near the best in baseball but solid i loved Adding Ken to Maeda, I think he's a really nice addition. Then after that, you know, some question marks. Homer Bailey, uh, Devin Smeltzer, um, but a really good bullpen, too. I mean, Taylor Rogers showed last year that he's a borderline elite reliever. Um, Trevor May is a really good pitcher. Tyler Duffy is a really solid guy to have out there. Sergio Romo, Tyler Clippard. It's a good baseball team, the Twins. The Twins are a really good baseball team that I probably didn't give enough credit to last year as they were continuing to you know kind of win games and win games and win games i never really 
really got on board uh, enough time, but they proved me wrong, and I, I think this year I'm not going to make the same mistake. I think the Twins are a, a damn good baseball team and certainly worthy of that sixth slot and maybe the fifth slot. I mean, they're right there. Again, this is really a tier from nine to four or so, and really when you look at it, seven through four, the Nationals, the Twins, and these next two teams really, in my mind, all really similar in terms of their abilities and their level. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. At number uh, five for me, and it's just based on, man, they just find ways to win games. They're the best run team, the best managed team. Kevin Cash, I think he's the best manager in baseball right now, um, other than maybe Terry Francona. And they just find ways to put pieces together that work. I mean, you know, the the it might not sound scary, but uh, he stopped Choi at first, Brandon Lowe at second, Willie Adams at short, and... Uh, Diaz at third, uh, Einar Diaz. I mean, that, that's a uh, Yandy Diaz is a good lineup, and then the outfield, especially with Hunter Renfro, Kevin Kiermeyer, and then Austin Meadows, and one of the most underrated moves of the offseason: trading Tommy Pham, going out and get Jose Martinez. I think Jose Martinez is a flat-out stud as a hitter, and was just held back in St. Louis because he can't play the field. Well, guess what? In Tampa, he doesn't have to. He'll be their DH. They're going to be awesome, and Mike Zanino behind the plate. They're just going to be a good team. They're going to win games. And a rotation of uh, Blake Snell, Tyler Glasner, Charlie Morton, Yanni Torinos, and Yarbrough. That might be among the best rotations in baseball, legitimately. I mean, that is a dynamite rotation. And they have a hell of a bullpen, too, with Nick Anderson, who's a stud. Uh, Castillo, Poche. I mean, they are Jose Alvarado. I mean, they got some arms. I think this race team's going to be really good again. And you know they're going to be smart. You know they're going to play good baseball. You know they're going to they're going to win games. I feel incredibly confident predicting that the Rays are going to be a damn good baseball team this year. Top five for me in all of baseball. And, and honestly, it's just talent-wise. I mean, they're, they're, they, could be, they, they are a team that always exceeds their talent, and they've got a lot of talent this year, some young talent, some guys to be excited about. Um, they're good. Rays are good. All right, moving to number four, and we finally got it. And this is the end of the tier here, as I think the top three teams are kind of a class of their own, really the top two especially. But... Um, We've gotten there. The last team in the NL East, the Atlanta Braves. Hard to argue they've not been the, they are not the best team in the NL East. They've been at the last two years. Um, they look like the best team from a talent perspective. You go around the diamond, just so much talent. Freddie Freeman, obviously a stud at first, probably the best first baseman in baseball. Ozzie Albies, a really nice young second baseman. Danzy Swan, Dansby Swanson showed some of why he was the number one overall pick in the draft last year. Really nice player at short. Uh, Jorge Carmingo, uh, Carmigo. Um, Johan Carmingo, excuse me, at a third, a nice player, Austin Riley, whoever's going to start there. Both of those guys have some upside. But then an outfield of Marcelo Zuna, Ender Inciarte, and, of course, Ronald Acuna Jr. What a team. And then they went out and got Travis Darno behind the plate. I mean, they're just good. The Braves are just good. They're just a good team. They're a talented lineup. Rotation is a little less good, but still really solid. Mike Soroka, Fultonavich, Max Fried, Cole Hamels, who... Now is a chance to get healthy. Maybe Felix Hernandez can give him something over a couple months. A, a really stacked bullpen of guys like Will Smith and Shane Green and Luke Jackson and Chris Martin. Uh, uh, the Braves are just a damn good baseball team. They're just a really good baseball team. We'll dive into them more tomorrow, but I feel very confident that they're the best team in the NL East and one of the two best teams in the National League, and that's a bummer. <laughs> it's a big bummer. But um, you can't deny it. The Braves are, are, are a really, really good team, and they deserve to be ranked as highly. All right, top three teams who I think are kind of in a class of their own. Um, at third, the villain of the sport, the Astros. And I know you could say, oh, but they're not cheating or they're not good, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that? They're still super talented. I mean, 
cheating or not, you go around the diamond. Yuli Gurriel at first, stud, coming off a stud season at least. Jose Altuve, Correa at short, Alex Bregman at third. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Let's just be real. That is a damn great infield. And then you get to the outfield, and you've got Michael Brantley and George Springer and Josh Reddick. I mean, that's a, a really good lineup. And that's not even mentioning Jordan Alvarez DHing, who is a monster of a human being, monster of a hitter. They're, they're one of the best lineups in baseball, without question. Then you add in the staff of Verlander, Granke, McCullers coming back. I mean, they're a talented team, man. Jose, you're creedy. I mean, they're a really, really talented team. The bullpen, you know, they got Osuna, who's a jerk, but is a damn good pitcher. Ryan Presley, one of the best relievers in all of baseball. As much as I hate them, as much as I want to see them fail, and, and look, the one caveat here with the Astros is they will be under more scrutiny than any team in the history of the game. Even, you know, obviously, I think some of it is muted by what's been going on, kind of puts things in perspective, but they are still going to be under a ton of scrutiny. They're going to be the villain everywhere they go. But the Astros, I think, still a top three team in baseball, a definite contender to win the World Series. They're just really good. All right, top two teams, in, uh, AL and NL team, and, you know, I guess if I'm saying my World Series prediction right now, it would be this because I think they're the two best teams in baseball. Number two, New York Yankees. They just are super talented. Already were one of the best teams in baseball. Went out and got Garrett Cole last year. Um, I mean, you just go around the diamond. Sanchez behind the plate, obviously just a monster hitter. Luke Voigt at first. DJ LeMahieu coming off an MVP caliber season at second. Glabar Torres, a star and future star at short. Gio Urshela, really nice player at third who... Had a breakout-ish year last year for them. And then in outfield, they're really helped by by the time off as, as guys who are hurt can get healthy with Aaron Judge and right, Gardner and center, and then Stanton and left. Both Judge and, and Stanton were injured, and uh, Judge looks like he'll definitely be back. And you are DH. I mean, that's a, that's a lineup. That's a lineup. What a good team. They're going to be great. You look at the staff, too. Garrett Cole, Tanaka, Jay Happ, Jordan Montgomery. Paxton, someone who was also hurt, gets a chance to get healthy. Um, the bullpen, solid. You got Chapman, you got Britton, you got Chad Green. I mean, the Yankees are just good. The Yankees are really, I hate to say it, I hate the Yankees as much as I hate anyone in, in baseball. Obviously, right now, I don't think anyone hates anyone more than the Astros. I think we all hate the Astros the most. But, man, the Yankees are good, and I hate it. But you got to give credit where due. And uh, that means, if you've been following along, that my best team in baseball and I think maybe this is the year they finally get over them. The best team in baseball, as far as I'm concerned, Los Angeles Dodgers. They were already one of the best teams. Obviously, one of the four teams that won 100 games last year. Um, been to the World Series the prior two years, and it caught up in the last year. But, I mean, just go around the diamond. Max Muncy at first, stud. Gavin Lux at second, one of the top prospects in the sport coming into last year. Corey Seager at short, especially a year removed from the injury, uh, back and healthy. Justin Turner at third. Obviously, we all know what a stud in the playoffs he's been. Will Smith, their catcher, is just a ball of upside. Super talented guy. And then an outfield of A.J. Pollock, Cody Bellinger, and oh yeah, Mookie freaking Betts. That'll play. That'll play. And then you look at the staff. Kershaw, Walker, Bueller, David Price, Urias, Alex Wood. And then a bullpen of Kenley Jansen, Joe Kelly, Blake Trainin. They went out and got Trainin, who, uh, you know, had a rough year last year coming back from injury, but was the best closer in baseball the year before. They still have guys like Ross Stripling. They have Dustin May, who's a 
top 20 prospect in baseball just coming out of the pen for them and potentially starting down the road. This Dodgers team is stacked. They've been good for a long time, the Dodgers, you know, years now. And again, back-to-back World Series appearances. And last year got shocked by the Nats, but good enough. And then they went out and got Moogie Betts. The Dodgers are the most talented team in baseball. I think this layoff will help them. Um, because, you know, it gives them a little more time to rest and get ready after, again, three straight deep runs. I think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. And if you're asking me right now to pick my World Series champ, it is the Dodgers. All right, so to recap, top, bottom to top, power rankings in Major League Baseball, 30th the Tigers, 29th the Orioles, 28th the Mariners, 27 Royals, 26 Pirates, 25th team, the Marlins, first NL East team on the list, 24th the Giants, 23rd the Rockies, 22nd the Blue Jays, 21st the Texas Rangers, 20th the White Sox, 19 Padres, 18 Reds, 17 the Angels, 16 the Red Sox, and the top half, the Mets at 15, and again, there are tiers here as we talked about, Mets at 15, D-backs at 14, the Brewers at 13, your fighting Phils at 12, Cubs 11, then the top 10, Cardinals at 10, Indians at 9, A's at 8, the Nationals at 7, 6, the Twins, 5, the Rays, 4, the Braves, 3, the Astros, 2, the Yankees, and the best team in baseball, in my opinion, the Los Angeles Dodgers. All right, this has been fun. Tomorrow we will look specifically at the NL East. We talked a little bit about each of these teams' lineups. We'll get deeper into it, the, the holes and the, the positives for each of these teams and how I think it's going to shake out. As Obviously, you could tell I think the Braves, Nationals, Phillies, Mets, Marlins is the order of best to worst, but I think a lot of things can shake out. So tomorrow we'll dive in until the NL East. Until then, stay healthy and uh, take care of yourselves and uh, uh, hopefully um, provide a little bit of entertainment a tough time so um we'll be back tomorrow until then again stay healthy and thank you for listening to another edition of phillies today right here on the phillies 24 7 network this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.